Wonderful. Then uh, we're gonna we're gonna call this off and running. Then okay. So we didn't get any of oh. the conversation about cheese. Then we got all the conversation. That's good about That's cheese. The whole conversation's here. Did Is you know it? that? You yeah. should probably delete it. <laughs> Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, guys, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like giving you a hilarious, exciting, dramatic story and cutting it off right in the middle to be continued. Nice. Right now, here on Scotch and Splenda, <laughs> we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I'm Nick. And on this episode, we are going to dive into uh, a much-anticipated episode Two-part episodes. Two-part episodes. We're doing it in one. We're going to do it in one. To prove We're doing what they couldn't do. Episodic superiority. Exactly. We're going to do what the the apparently less than great writers of The Office. What those cowards at NBC were too afraid to do. Too afraid to approach. Give it to y'all at once. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry (laughs) that we're here to have a good time. Um... I don't know. There's a lot of great two-part episodes. We talked about it, I think, uh, a a couple shows ago. How um, wasn't it like season um, season three or uh, season four that they just it was like the first four or five episodes. I think it's four. Were all two-parter episodes. Yeah. And then they finished it up, I believe, with Goodbye Toby. Yep. Which is also a Mm two-parter. Which is also again a two-part episode. Right. Right. So. Um, so we're going to dive into our favorite two parters, uh, but first and foremost, guys, I think it's really important to remind you that if you're listening and if you've already heard this part now, what you should do is not stop listening, but make sure you leave a five-star review wherever you're listening and write us a fan theory while you're at it. You can do it right there on Apple podcast. Leave us the five-star review, write that review and that theory for us. Okay. We've also got a phone number that you can call. That number is Nicholas. 319-359-7977. Slam dunk. Uh, You'll never, ever, (laughs) ever catch me again. (laughs) Uh, We've been getting a lot of folks that that have been also writing to us on social media. Just about anywhere. It's uh, at Scotch Splenda. No ampersand, no and. Just at Scotch Splenda. Just about anywhere on social media. And uh, BJ, I think you said that uh, somebody wrote us a very nice Instagram message with a with a question. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. She sent in a couple questions. Uh, I liked them. You know, not something I I really thought about. So um, I'm gonna. I'll just go ahead and read it. So Alessandra, yeah. I, I hope I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. <laughs> Um, she wanted to, for us to talk about how interesting it is that Pam and Aaron are so similar. They both have prior relationships, Aaron with Andy, Pam with Roy, that sucks and in bad, 
um, in the relationship. However, they both end up getting back with those people again. And then they both end up dating someone else in the office. And mm. they both end up with those people. And they were both receptionists when all this happened. You know, a lot of similarities. And um, she kind of wanted us to discuss how that kind of went down. I think uh, Nick had a, had a comment that... <laughs> He called it lazy writing, <laughs> which, yeah. which might, might be said, true. That's just lazy writers. <laughs> uh oh, are we? Are, is this episode only going to be about bashing the writers of the Office? The you show know that what I you love? did. <laughs> yeah, BJ Novak, I, uh, Mindy Kaling. Yeah, yeah. Say their the names. Couple on the red carpet. Say yeah. their name. <laughs> Let the um, world think, know who these people were. I think she makes a good. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I think guys, folk hone it in. Okay. Hone it in. Hone Tighten it up. in. I think Tighten up. she makes a good point. Yeah. Um let's discuss. I would say let's talk maybe similarities first and then we can talk uh why they're so different also. Okay. AJ, you got anything? Well, I I think uh I do think it's a little bit of a not regurgit. I, I hate to say regurgitated storyline or like character writing and everything. Um, but let's be honest, guys. I mean, what's going to happen when you're there at reception, right? What else can happen? It's, it's bound to happen. You're going to get hit on apparently by the, uh, by the weird guy, Jim. With slightly um, long hair. What's that? With slightly long hair. With slightly Jim long hair. Pete. Jim, Pete. Uh, the, yeah, the, the, you know, the plucky, um, you know, relaxed salesman with, uh, with who's, who's got higher ambitions than where he is. They do call him new Dwight and new Jim. New Jim. Yeah. He is new Jim. Would that make her new Pam? Um, I think what, I think what makes this worse is that it like, let's consider this. If, if we're, if we're drawing comparisons, Let's flip the scenarios and timelines, right? So uh, Aaron ends up like dating uh, Andy. Well, at one point or another, Andy becomes the boss. What if Pam started dating Michael? I was just going to say this. How (laughs) awful would this be? I really hate that a lot. (laughs) Well, this goes goes back to the dinner party episode. Michael tells Jan that they used to have a thing. And That's you know right. what? If it's the same, uh, if it's same timeline story as uh, the old uh, Aaron and Andy, you know, maybe he was telling the truth. Maybe right. they really did have a little thing. Maybe, maybe Pam is just trying to put this out of her brain, right? You trying know, to save face mistake. with everybody. Two are both delusional. <laughs> he, she thought that he was just the goofy, really, really good salesman. No, right. And it no. wasn't until it wasn't until he got to be a boss where she's like. Okay, this guy's actually just an idiot. You've oh, lost the plot on this. If your analogy is he's the goofy, really good salesperson, you're talking about Andy Bernard in the comparative analogy there. He's the funny guy. Just ask he's the Angelo Vickers. He's not a good salesperson. Well, according uh, to the I, numbers I, on the board, I believe point, that according to the numbers, he, he was. Michael he was gives him his dog. client. Michael gives him his clients. He hemorrhages clients <laughs> over the course of the afternoon. Absolute booms um, his book of he accounts. He saved that sale from D'Angelo Vickers tanking it. He did. He had one redeeming moment of sales. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, here are the facts. Okay? Here are the facts. Lay them. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> okay. 
But similarities between Aaron and Pam, besides yeah. the fact that they were both receptionists, there's not a ton. No, Pam's pretty smart. Right. Aaron, uh, kind of a rube. Kind of I would a say Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron is, Aaron's a textbook silly goose. You know, <laughs> she 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 graduated from Silly Goose University. She's just not quite, uh, you know, she doesn't quite get it. She doesn't she, quite get it. She had a hard time normalizing with her tragic orphan upbringing. Back at the orphanage, my hair was my room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh, I, you know, yeah. Aaron means well, and she wants. Oh yeah, she wants to be. She she wants to be liked. She would like to be liked. <laughs> she doesn't need to be liked. But yeah, she has not, to be liked. Not like her need to be praised. Not like her need to be praised. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron, Aaron is probably, I mean, we've never really talked about this specifically, but she is yeah. probably the nicest person in the office, right? Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. no, nobody's nicer than Aaron. And she's, uh, she's like truly wholesomely nice. She goes you know, on a like, lunch date like with Pam's Kevin. Like Pam's nice. Yeah, Pam's nice, but Pam's also like pranks Dwight and will make fun of people behind their backs with Jim. Like, I mean, Pam's, I wouldn't say she's not a nice person, but like Aaron's like, like really a really all nice, nice person. All the time. Ignorance is bliss, I guess. Uh, yeah, she, she then, she's probably the most blissful person she's, on the planet. She's got to be the most she's blissful person. She's never been unhappy in, in her entire life. I mean, like, think about it. Think about it in the idea of like when she. When Dwight tells her to scream and say, I won an art contest, yeah. she doesn't realize what she's doing, yeah. you know? Um, and again, it's just, she she's like, doesn't realize how shitty that was. <laughs> who, is, who is it that they get her to scream, eat it, at? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. Um, she's like, eat it, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat remember. it, whatever. And he's like, where's, oh, God, I don't oh, remember who man. it is. They're like, where's whoever? Oh, in the breaker. Will you tell him to eat it? Yeah. And he like continues on with what he's hearing, and you just hear her like, eat it, Meredith, eat in it. the background yeah. or something. <laughs> she is a fun character. She is a fun character. She yeah. is definitely a means to just like to have things happen. She's right? a comic Where relief. For she sure, she though. she really is. And like, yeah, the similarities between Pam and Aaron are definitely there, right? But again, I think it kind of comes back to um, they're they're very similar in kind of their paths, but I think what's interesting is how different they are as characters. Yeah, Pam is more. Uh, Pam Pam's definitely less like affable. I would I if I'm being bold, you know, a little bit more intelligent, a little bit more forethinking. Yep. You know, Aaron is more of a caricature. Yep. Yeah, and and I she definitely came in and like filled a void of like we we're separating, we're losing the craziness of Michael in this setting right now with Michael Scott paper company. We need some chaotic. We need energy. some chaos. Yes. We yeah. need something to, to, to add to, to brighten this up, lighten this up a little bit under this reign of Charles minor. I do love, do you when know, she asks Robert California, if you would like a cold beverage, that is my and he says yeah. favorite. And she brings him oh. back ice cold room temp coffee. Full to the brim. <laughs> <It> just absolutely <laughs> filled like with uh, of coffee just yeah. tough to like bring it in and like hand it to him that is extremely <laughs> cold that is yeah it's old extremely cold. <laughs> <laughs> why would you bring me this i asked, I asked if, if you wanted, wanted a cold, cold breakfast <laughs> did you did you guys did you know that in the very first episode she was in that she had to record all of her scenes three times why 
because they weren't sure how they wanted her to act. Like they hadn't figured out her personality yet. Interesting. Of serious, goofy, or kind of like ignorant, you know? Wow. And so she the the actress had to do every single scene three times three different ways for the very first episode that she was in and then the next episode they're like we want you to go in this direction now go that's wow. so then it was like that was her personality from there but they watched her scenes three different ways do you guys like how she kind of like how how her how her character kind of you know arced i mean like how she became a more important character yeah. well yeah like how she I always later on in 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 series you always kind of see this kind of you always see this happen where the a character is going to take the obnoxious route you yeah. know and and Aaron was definitely that person. My, well, so was Andy. My issue with Aaron True. is that I feel like Aaron's plot doesn't really exist outside of inter office romance, which is kind of one-dimensional to me do you think she okay so. like she doesn't really have a lot of plot or character development beyond sexual attention people in the office i i agree that her development is not much outside the realm of dating yeah. in the office i do think that she is funnier as uh michael's assistant she is funnier with Michael. Those two together yeah. are way funnier than Pam and Michael. Oh, for sure. And and one scene that is sticking out in my head is when um, Holly comes back, and it's either the sad box or the happy box. Yeah. And they end up doing the the playing the music and the champagne, and yeah. she's jumping up and down, screaming. You know, <laughs> two and, bottles whoa, of scotch. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> no one can calm me down like me. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I think I think her. Her relationship with Michael is is way more of a comedy. It's way funnier, you know. Yeah, agreed. I uh, I Pam is very much laughing at Michael. Yes, Aaron is very much laughing with, with Michael. Michael, that is a perfect way to say it. Yeah. That is a great way to say it. Yeah, and and Aaron really wants the approval of Michael, as we find out. Whereas Pam does not need it, yeah. although appreciates it when it comes through in times of like showing up to the art show and yep. things like that, you know? Yeah. She was excited her ex-boyfriend, Michael, showed up to the art show. Exactly. Like, yes, exactly. And her <laughs> and her her ex-current boyfriend, Roy, also showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Your art her. was the prettiest art, art. of all the of art. All the art. He played that role really well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I find sexy? Pam's art. Pam's art. Very moving. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You want to go? Want to go to Poor Richards with us? No, my my brother took a had to sell the jet. Took skis. a bath. He took a bath. He we're gonna go get drunk. On the jet okay. Skis. Well, we're going to a bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yeah. Ugh. I I All do right. think uh, I think um, yeah. You know, as as Pam's as the as the romantic relationship and everything of uh you know Jim and Pam sort of like peaked out and like became a norm yeah um they had to kind of bring in this like sexual tension if you will to the to the to the storyline and of and or or potential romance and honestly the the Aaron and Andy's thing what might have been the most frustrating relationship on off hot and hot cold thing that I've ever witnessed on TV. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. It was pretty annoying. Um, the, the like Valentine's day thing where he's like, 
yeah, after after Christmas and the marching band, it's all kind of in her court. She's like, yeah, I'm just waiting to see how he's going to top it. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So yeah. I forgot how long that drags on because you don't really care about that one as much as you did the Jim and Pam. So you right. maybe I, I just at least me, I wasn't hyper focused on it like you were in the first two seasons of, you know, the first three seasons, really, I guess, of right. the Jim and Pam thing. That was like yeah. the catalyst of the show. And the Aaron Andy thing was like a B storyline that like when it got brought up, you're like, oh, yeah, they're not together yet. Or, yeah, oh, that's still oh, happening. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that. oh, hey, great. But Sounds yeah, great. I think. I don't think, uh, I mean, let's be honest. Andy is like a great value gym, right? He's not as handsome. He's, he's not as good as, as job. He's not as clever. He's not as funny. He's not, you know, he's just, and, and Aaron is kind of a, a lower tier as far as like job skill level, you know, bam. Right. They kind of, they kind of do parallel. Pam. (laughs) Target's brand. She's like she's like market fresh, Pam. She's market fresh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> she's, she's like slightly better than Walmart, Pam, but like not a lot. Like you pay the premium so that you don't have to deal with the Walmart people. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's like I don't. Yeah. Like you get you get market fresh, Pam, with Aaron, so that you can avoid the people in Cookie Monster pajama pants <laughs> when picking up Walmart. Brand <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that checks out. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess there it is. I mean, we just kind of we're, we're just kind of breaking down. I mean, what's what's similar and what's not? I guess of, and I think it was. I think it was a lot of like, hey, we need another relationship in here, and some things to spark. Um, we need some blood flowing into the penises of these other uh, guys. Apparently, <laughs> God so, Almighty, so much. Well, sorry. Um, well, that was fun. Who sent that in, VJ? Um, oh, sorry, I closed. Second it. time's a charm. Alessandra, 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 Alessandra. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. I thank did. you. Thank you for sending that in. Please send in more. Yeah. And uh, anybody else out there, Instagram, best social media way to get a hold of me because it's the only one I have notifications on for. So I'll see <laughs> it right away. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I guess the second part of this single episode. Is about two part episodes. Two part episodes. So, um, there we go. I what do you, how do you guys how do you guys want to approach this? Because I know I've got like one two um, that I'm I've been thinking about. Um, and how do you guys feel uh, about? Do you guys have a couple? Do you have just like one that you're just stoked about? What do you want to do here? So I figured we were just coming in with our favorites, which BJ and I hotly debated in the chat. And last week when my body betrayed me and I was sick and thought you were recording the episode, I Ah. gave him the okay to take it. I see. uh, Which I'm now regretting immensely that I'm here for the episode, but such is life. Yeah. But I'm an actual super fan of that episode, so it makes more sense for me to, you know, talk about it. But. I want his blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit! Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, we can talk about our all-time favorite, and then we'll just throw in some like honorable mentions too. Okay. Like, hey, I really, you know, just go for it, AJ. Why don't you start us off? Well, yeah. How about we do some honorable mentions, and we'll we'll get we'll do our big reveals. Um, I'm gonna do this just because I know we've been building up to it. Ugh. For so long, maybe we'll do Christmas in July. Who knows? But my one of my all times is Benny Hanna Christmas. Excellent. 
I mean, that's my honorable mention, I think, um, is I'm going to give it to Benny Hanna Christmas. And you know what? Now thinking about this, I am going to give another another honorable mention of Beach Games. Beach nice. Games, also very yep. good. Those are those are two of my favorite ones. That um, obviously Benny Hanna Christmas. I think not only is it a, a great two part episode, it's also I think one of the best Christmas episodes, not just of The Office, but of on television. Um, and then it is. It is the best it Christmas is. episode. It oh, just it is. is. When, you know, <laughs> when you of, did Super Stoked. Any sitcom ever. Yeah. When you did Super Stoked with Sean. Right. Um, we, I was your guest for that one for holiday TV. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, our consensus. Like, yeah, that's probably the best holiday TV. Yeah. Was Benihana Christmas. Yeah. It, it just, it's so good. The jokes are so, they run so deep. And it even has a very heartfelt moment uh, in there. Uh, several heartfelt moments throughout yeah. the episode. So, yeah, Benihana Christmas. But also, I got to give... I got to give an honorable mention for Beach Games because I think Beach Games is, again, we get some we get some really great moments of of the entire. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it's one of the major ones where we see a lot of this cast outside of the office for yeah. like the first second time. Yeah, you know, it's like, like really doing yeah. something. Yeah, there's yeah, only Booze Grooves was probably the first big one that right. they were out of the office. Right, good call. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and that and, was yeah that. That was season uh, two. That was season two. But yeah, season one, they weren't out at all. You cocktails. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you want to count the Dundies as out of the office, even though it's a work function. Right. Uh, Yeah, there's not many. There's not a lot. And this obviously, you know, for a two-part episode, though, um, I think that this is some of the best, some, some amazing moments. We get, you get, Toby gets excluded. Awesome. Right? Uh, You get, Hilarious moments like Pam just gets relegated to taking notes. Um, yep. Michael wants to be the the host of Survivor. Yes. It's just, it I is love- just amazing. Every character, and we've talked about this, I think um, there's another episode that'll come up. We get to see every character doing what they do best at some point in this episode. I love sumo suit Andy. Go oh on. my god! Hello, hello. I was with a group called Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> Angela, like listen the to dark. the words. I just look at what's happening. I'm. Flo- Angela was willing to let him drown and she die. She was willing, to <laughs> let so him he die. wouldn't win for sure. Like, there's a very real possibility if he flipped over on his stomach somehow on accident, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. That is it's 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 rough. That's what she said. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that the wrong stinger? Why are you the way that you are? There it is. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're good at this. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. Well, those are, there's a couple honorables from me, uh, honorable mentions from me. What about what about you, Nick? Uh, I want to make sure that it's not any of yours, but mine would probably be Fun Run. Not one of mine. Okay. Not, perfect. Not mine. Yeah. Fun Run, I feel like, not- is a good honorable, um, just because. It is kind of the start of Jim and Pam okay. um, as a relationship, right? You get to really see them like out and about doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very funny moments of uh, Michael Scott puking up the Alfredo. Hysterical. <laughs> oh, Alfredo sauce. Yeah. <laughs> um, them, him doing the I am truly blessed and then hitting Meredith with his car. Outstanding. <laughs> um Pam trying to list off the extraordinarily long Michael Scott 
Foundation and Rabies Awareness Fun Run Race for the Cure 5K, and then they hang up. Pro Am. <laughs> Pro Am. <laughs> Pro Am Race for the Cure. They hung up. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. nurse may- makes a reappearance. The nurse, yes. Oh, you went back and got your degree. Uh, you you met that kid he's not going to college he's not going to college (laughs) (laughs) okay is that that's your that's that's, probably my honorable okay for it because i feel like the others that would be the honorables we're going to cover okay sounds good sounds good well bj you got an honorable mention i got i got two and they're going to be annoying because they're not technically two-part episodes well one technically is okay but it's okay. I'm calling it a two-part episode because I've always thought that this should have aired as one, but branch closing and the merger. Oh, okay, sure. I see. I'm calling that a two-part episode. Should have been. But you're, you're right. It should. I mean, it should have just been branch closing part one and two. You know, they could have just called it that. Yeah. And so when they, you know, and those are great episodes where obviously everyone's seen them, but you know, Michael and Dwight go to David Wallace's house to try and stop the branch from closing. Successful. It's a great Jan episode. It's a great Jan episode. You learn that Josh is not a good, good person. Yep. He's looking out for numero. I guess it wouldn't say he's not a good person. He's just looking out for his own career, you know, but he can be selfish and still, yeah, he's being selfish about his career. He's, he's putting him himself and his career in front of Dunder Mifflin, which I guess is fine. (laughs) Like we don't like it, but it's fine. Um, and then obviously the merger um, with the, that's where you get the the Scrantonicity, um, you know, orientation video, and then uh, yeah. you get the the real good orientation video uh, blip, which is the Scranton Witch Project. Yeah, um, just so many good things. And I and I always thought that that was kind of a two part episode. And then the other one aired as one episode. And then when they re-released it, they broke it into two. So technically, this is a two-part episode. Okay. But it's the it's the traveling salesman and the return. Okay. I see. When Dwight when Dwight quits when that originally yep. aired, that was one one-hour-long episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. And then they broke it and they gave it two separate names instead of it calling it part one and part two. I dig it. Yeah. That's that's very good. Yeah, that is a yeah. that's a great one, you know, to to watch Dwight just fall on his sword basically for Angela and uh um yeah. uh, and Andy. Boy, you really shrewded it, you know, like just And you doing... mess something up in a really horrible or irreparable way. Where do you think it comes from? <laughs> do you think it do you think it comes from Dwight? Just Dwight Shrew who knows? Who knows what, what where things come from? Uh yeah, that's a that's a really, really solid one. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you could, I mean, just to, I mean, t- I talk about, I mean, you know, launch party, you know, money. Money. I mean, there's Dunder a lot of great ones. Like, it's yeah. just back there's to back lots. to back that we could talk about for days. But, well, but I'm ready to talk. One. You bring up yes. a good one there, BJ, because that is I'm ready my to main talk ab- one. I'm ready to talk about my, my number one. Okay. Do you and want that to go is first, stress then? relief. I'm going first. Do I'm it. Going first. Dare you? And that is that is stress relief. Okay. That, in my oh, opinion, man. is the best two part episode ever, you and probably bitch. you should have gone last. That's such a big not. episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to get it out. I didn't want Nick to get a chance to do a steal. I mean, what if <laughs> what if that was his plan? That's a good point. He just point. threw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you strategically went first just so so you oh that's good okay 
All right, go yeah, ahead. Because here's, here's the deal. In an alternate universe, if we didn't decide who got to talk about it, I would have just said, I don't have an honorable mention. My number one is stress relief. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I would have just gone right. right into it. Let it be known how much we argued over who got to do stress relief for their number it was one. The, Guys, it was the longest, most aggressive text string our podcast group chat has ever had. Uh, if, AJ, if AJ anybody tuned wants out. To, he didn't even read some of it. I, it I got just so long. I just let it go. I had to actually silence the chat, guys. You it just was, kept you just kept sending gifts of Michael Jackson eating pop. That's right. I just I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe this will satiate like their bloodlust, you know, that they have for each other at this point. My reasoning was because now I feel like I should be allowed to plead my case here because I've conceded it, but I want to explain my reasoning. It's not just a childish because I want it. When AJ and Sean had their initially established podcast of I'm Super Stoked, many moons ago, they did an episode about top five episodes of The Office, and they had their most handsome guest star they've ever had, which was Nicholas Morella, and we talked about our top five episodes of The Office. Now, our consensus number one was Dinner Party, because it was second place for both AJ and I and first for Sean. Correct. But my number one overall was Stress Relief 1 and 2 as my favorite episode because they are perfect. Yeah. Now, please elaborate, BJ, on their perfection. <laughs> so anyway, my pick is Stress Relief. And, <laughs> I, <laughs> and here's why. So a little fun fact, and we may have talked about it before, but Stress Relief uh, was actually aired on Sunday, not Thursday. Super Bowl. When it, yep, when it first aired, and it was aired right after the Super Bowl. And NBC went to the office writers and said, It's got to be huge. And I need, and it's got to be huge in the first minute of the episode to get people to watch it. And everyone knows the number one best cold open of all time. And you can't even argue it. I know AJ's favorite is the when they sing the song when they they run around the office. But no, no, the, no, 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 no. <laughs> but is the uh, is Dwight starting the fire? Is the yep. cold open? And the amount of like propaganda and merch that have come from that cold open in this episode alone. I mean, think about how many times you've seen a a t shirt that says "Save Bandit." You know, oh yeah, and there's just a, a today, cat. Smoking on it. is gonna save lives. Yep, today smoking is gonna save lives. The fire and later is on, the ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> and and so obviously uh, everyone's obviously seen it, but I mean it just starts out huge, and then Stanley has his heart attack, and then the whole episode is based off you know stress relief because Michael finds out that he's the one stressing everybody out in the office, not Dwight. Right, and. And so then it goes to, you know, the second part of the episode where he's like, well, why doesn't everybody roast me? Yeah, you know? that's his and brilliant they, well, idea to get everybody de-stressed. <laughs> they do the C- well, first before that, they do the CPR training. I mean, how many, how many, me- that this episode has literally saved lives. It did. Yeah, it did. Because that guy who saved that woman by giving her CPR after like the ambulance got there and he said, I only knew how to do the CPR from the episode of the office where the instructor tells him to sing staying alive while they One do it. And so he's, I was petrified. She, she was an actual <laughs> so, red cross person. Wasn't she Rose? Oh so, yeah. I, I don't, I guess I don't know, but, but yeah. So then this, this episode has saved 
lives, guys. I think, and I, then I do think the sorry. premise of that was was in fact having her come in to teach the class as it as it is, and then um, and anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, and and I think she really only knew like they basically just had people act like their characters, just improv it, and and they were yeah. given lines and told to do things and. They gave her cues. Yeah. But it, it's like, this is one of those moments that I, I truly believe that you see all these characters sitting in that room surrounding that dummy and doing what they do. Yes. Andy goes off on a musical tangent. Kelly just dances like like a free, like free and clear. And oh Michael's making stuff up. Dwight kills the dummy. Yes, cuts its Ke- face yeah. off. Kevin can't keep up with the rate of, of uh, CPR, call it for call more than twenty it. seconds, and <laughs> it's it's been t- it's been twenty seconds. It's call been it. twenty seconds, <laughs> and, and like you just, it's just an amazing display of what these guys are doing. Yeah, um, and yeah, you just see them all. It all comes together in that conference room. Yep, I mean, what a scene! God, it's such a good scene. And then, you know, then it breaks, and the next part of the episode is you know, setting up for a roast that Michael wants everyone. Oh, this'll, this'll de-stress everyone. They can just make fun of me and we'll joke and we'll all laugh and then we'll move on. What a terrible idea, Michael. Everybody's going to roast the shit out of you, dude. I mean, it was a, it was a bloodbath. It was yeah. a bloodbath. And I had just, wa- I, I rewatched that episode probably three times in the last week nice. to get ready for, for this episode. And I just kept rewatching stress relief. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I should watch, uh, like Nigeria or so, another one, yeah. you know, Did you just say Nigeria? I, yeah. Nigeria. Niagara. Niagara. Sorry. <laughs> Niagara. <laughs> Can you mark that AJ? <laughs> Anyway, absolutely so, not. Here, here, I'll I mark. was watching Niagara. You keep <laughs> it, in. DJ. Let me mark it. Hang on, I'm gonna mark that for us really quick. Yeah. Well, they they go to Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> they go to Nigeria Falls, and they go. <laughs> they That's why it was such a long trip for everybody from the yeah, office. That's right. That's why they take so much time. That's why everybody pissed and complained about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, no fireworks in Nigeria. I also, <laughs> oh my God. I, oh, I don't know if I like that. Uh, I, uh, I do have a quote from from this episode that's very simple. Um, when they're in the meeting and and Michael's like, Dwight, we are not mad. We are just disappointed. Yeah. No, we are mad. And he just no. he looks out. He goes and he stands at the window. He's like, this city. <laughs> I, love his, I love his confrontational I all the time. His confrontational shit with David Wallace, where he's like, he's I like, but we're gonna let it slide. No, no we, we are not. not. I am no, David. Maybe you can fill me in on how you want to handle this, then, David. Shut shut and then he sits shut on the down. other side yeah. of the table. Shove <laughs> <Shut laughs> down. Shove down. Shove down. Fucking oh, Kendall's man. just like what? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, it's such a good one. Michael feeding the birds that have all flown, what does he say, north for the winter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he's just frisbeeing full full ass slices of like Wonder Bread. (laughs) He's wearing his same outfit from his uh, his photo shoot of his secret place that he's never taken anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who took the photo? Ryan. Ryan. (laughs) Um, Oh, gosh. That's a great one. All right, and then, well, go ahead, and go then ahead. the icing on the cake, yeah. cake is is him coming back and him roasting everybody. Yes, yeah. brilliant. Boom, roasted. Yep. yep. 
Where's uh, Angela? Incredible. Where's Angela? Sorry, I didn't see you behind that grain of rice. That grain of Boom rice. Roasted. Stanley, you crush your wife during sex and your heart sucks. Your Boom, heart sucks. Roasted. Boom roasted. And then Stanley uh, just starts losing it. What a great moment yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And it like gets everybody else laughing. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it resolves very nicely. It's a very yeah. nice little bow on it. Like Michael, there's something, there's something about Michael's outfit when he has his like little like internal crisis about him just like looking like a Yonkers catalog model, like female model, yeah. with that turtleneck and like boot cut jeans. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's something very very funny to me about that. Even he knows though, what he's about. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, while he's hawking bread at, at birds, they're hoping they come caw, around. Caw, caw. Yeah. Um, stress relief. Great episode. Well, Nick, if you can't have stress relief, then... Then I guess... What's your consolation prize? I guess. I guess. Mm. I'll take goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Toby. Goodbye, Toby. What a great episode. Goodbye, Toby. You introduce Holly. Right. Very, I mean, substantial character. Yep. You get uh, some pretty excellent moments in that. Case in point, one of our favorites, which is uh, Andy pulling the keyboard off the stage. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) You get the uh, almost proposal. Um, But one of my favorite scenes in the entire series, which is Michael's exit interview with Toby. Oh, God. Because Toby has been cruising for a bruising for however many years, and Michael is his cruise director. Of all the the idiots, of all the villages, (laughs) you stand alone, my friend. In all of the idiot villages. In all the idiot villages. In all of the idiots' worlds. (laughs) You, my friend, stand Stand alone. alone. And then it's you just can just your hatred. He's so excited. He's not even a kid on Christmas. He's a person who won the lottery. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. And then Holly and Pam come in. Yes. For his exit interview. And he's like, oh, you don't need to be a oh, part of that. You don't need to be in here for this. Like, which I think is a very sweet acknowledgement of like how much already Michael is trying to impress Holly. Because like right. he has been waiting for this. His entire career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he, it's all been leading up to this. Like, at this point, if if I feel like if Michael had honestly been able yeah. to um, to have it his way with this, he could have left the company at any point. Yeah. He would have been so ecstatic to just be like, awesome. Sounds yeah. good. Deuces. Yeah. Um, man, I, uh, I, I love... I love that Pam plays into this too. Yeah. And after the rock, um, the, it's, does it say suck it or suck, suck on, on this? this? Yeah. A rock that says suck on this. It's like, wait, who the hell did, who did this? this? Who the hell did this? <laughs> you did. You had me, you had me wrap it. I thought, I thought it was going too far. I thought it was over the far, line. But. <laughs> okay. That is, that was a psych. So what are you going to give him? I am going to give him. Your watch? How did you know? Yes. How did you know? His watch that he's had a feeling. He keeps his framed certificate of authenticity for it on his yeah the the Seiko behind him. It's not a diploma. Seiko timepiece. Um, (laughs) uh, 
It's so good. In the end of in the end of good goodbye, Toby. Um, I do really like that he has um, Hank come up. Yeah, it's I don't protocol. think he's gonna take anything. It's protocol. It's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then the nice little callback joke as the alarm starts going off on the watch for five o'clock because oh, it's yeah. the end of Toby's day. It's the end of Toby. And he's like, oh, some kind of alarm. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, that Michael sets at the beginning because he's so excited. Yes. It's it's such a funny episode. And you get Phyllis uh, throwing, like, the greatest party ever. Yeah. Which just yep. pisses Angela off so much. Yeah. Uh, okay, I heard something. Speaking. Yeah. I heard something crazy about the person who plays the voice of the lady on the phone. Okay. Anti-gravity, I can, anti-depressant. I can put you yeah. through to someone on that. Okay. Do you know, who's, you know who that is? Whom? It's Taylor Swift's mom. What? Yeah. Mabel Isn't that bizarre? Swift? Is that her name? Taylor Swift. Mabel, Mabel you know. Swift. That's her mom. That's her name? mom's name. Why do you know that? What are you talking about? You don't know her mom's name? No, I don't know. I barely know her name. Come on. I couldn't tell you, you her middle name. Taylor. Evelyn. Swift. Shake it off. Swift. Swift. I have no idea. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know if I believe you, but I don't know enough Taylor Swift trivia to dispute it. <laughs> so we, so I, I guess, I guess we can only move on. So, so, so I, that's what I so heard. That's what I, you I heard. heard. That's what I heard. Okay. Well, um, well, T. T Swift's mom. Maybe that's how she got famous. You know, I think that's valid. Her mom's uh, name is goddamn Andrea. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. I'm actually go- I'm Googling it now, and I can't find anything to confirm or deny it. So See, we'll just uh, I guess we'll we got to move on, guys. Look, my, yeah. <laughs> my favorite two-part AJ's episode, my, my, my favorite two-parter, um, comes down to a launch party. Lanch party. Lanch party. Then you it just would change it to a U. Then it would say. Then it would say lanch party. Kevin, would it really be right? Would it really be better if it said lanch? Yeah. A lunch party. Isn't lunch party? Isn't five o'clock a little late for a lunch party? <laughs> lunch party. <laughs> It's supposed What's to say, say launch party. Well, you could just change it to an A. Then it would say lunch party, Kevin. I. It's supposed to say lar- launch party. He's like, okay, easy booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> easy booster seat. Launch party is like one of my favorite things because this is it's. Um, uh, Michael's still in his relationship with Jan. He expects Jan to go with him to this party in yeah. New York, and then uh, instead. Uh, Jim ends up ha- like getting roped into it. I love the double kiss thing. One for me and one for Jan. Yeah. Two kisses? Yeah, blowing kisses. <laughs> and so, and then, what is the point of him taking the like a book to Ryan? Like at this point, because you wanted to, you know, like, like it's like graduation. You know how, like, yeah, it's yeah. like graduation where you'll you'll give somebody that book. Oh, the, the places the you place- go. All the places you go, and with like a check for a hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a thing. But he, they were out of it, so he got him green eggs and ham instead. Yeah. Isn't that what he gets him? 
Yeah. 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 Got, like, I think the sentiment is yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the same stuff in here. No, it's not. It's a good book, though. It's not. It's not. Great book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, he, again, another, another favorite quote of mine. It's like, if you're going to tell me that I have to turn, it's like, we're already in the city. We, the big part with all the buildings <laughs> buildings <laughs> if you tell me i have to turn around and go back to the office the office party I, i'm going to throw up okay i'm throwing up now right i'm throwing up <laughs> i just think uh, it's so it's that like that is an invitation to an online launch party no it's at a it's at a club it's got a password yeah it is at a party call or a club called chat, chat room, room. And the and it's got a password to get in. Okay, and he just flips on yeah. his blinker, like so he yeah. can get the next exit. Basically, yeah. does the address start with www? Yep, it does. All right. Yeah, right. It's like okay. <laughs> what do you mean, Ryan? What am I supposed to do now? It's like, and then he goes back. He goes back, and and God forbid, Michael be caught with his pants down. Yeah. He will. Oh, I think I. He's, Stanley's like you said. We could go home. It's like yeah. nobody cares about this party, anyways. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I. I think I psyched you out. But we also get the pizza hostage. Yes, the kid from uh, yep. Pizza yeah. by by Alfredo or Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. I do think it's funny. It's a nice little nod that uh, Michael at one point. So the kid plays the kid in the wheelchair in Glee. Right. And Michael during the Glee watch party. Says, you know who my favorite character on Glee is? The invalid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that the invalid. who he holds hostage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> He's like, you're going to go walk in there, let him go, give him a generous tip, no more than 10%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to reimburse me for the pizzas? Not right now, Dwight. Not now. Wait, not, not I, now, I love it because he he goes in there and like Dwight's just so gung ho about this, and he says to him, he's like, he's like, oh my god, what have I done? He's like, you didn't have any other choice. He's like, I could have just paid for the pizza. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we use yeah. the quote all the time, but because some town in Switzerland says so, you have rights. Yeah, you have rights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that is a good episode too. But my favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing, honestly, about this is that they go up to New York to get authentic New York sushi. Yes, authentic. You know what? New, New York, York sushi. There's only one place you can get authentic, authentic New York sushi. Cooper, Cooper's has calamari. Cooper's is good. No, no. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get it. It's like, hey guys, this just in. This just in. Hold on. Oh. Breaking news. Okay. It was Billie Eilish's mom. Oh, 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 okay. Oh. I miss I misunderstood or I was misinformed, but I was able to find it. It was Billie Eilish's mom. Is her voice. name whatever ridiculous bullshit AJ said? Mabel, Mabel. or something. Yeah. Maybe it's Mabel. It's Is her name Lean. Mabel? It's it's <laughs> it's Mabel Eyelash. Maybe it's Maybelline. Ah, See? I get it. Maybelline Eyelash. You get it. <laughs> she's she's an entrepreneur. Oh, Duh. Wow. I want I want off this ride. I want off this. Ride. Yeah, I want off this joke <laughs> right now. Um, maybe you're born with it. Maybe maybe it's Mabel eyelash. Maybelline um, eyelash. <laughs> but I love it. I love it because like they go in, they take this, they take this drive, 
And what do they say? Like New York, New York is like two hours, two and a half hours. Two hours, yeah. Like basically. And so they drop it. They they jump into Dwight's Trans Am, which gets about like 11 miles to the gallon. Yep. He makes Dwight drive. They go to a restaurant, whether or not it's even the same restaurant. It is. Uh, it, it is because because somebody comes walking out and they said, "Hey, you were the guy from the satellite." Broadcast, oh, that's right. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And so, but but what doesn't make sense to me is like it looks like they're cleaning up or something in that restaurant. Well, yeah. And like they're getting done, and he's he's like, "I'm sorry, you guys are gonna have to leave." He's like, hey, you know what? And they just steal a plate of sushi. Yeah. <laughs> Eat it on the hood, and then Dwight <laughs> Dwight eats another piece and leaves it on a car. Yeah. Another car, car. yeah. <laughs> they probably figured, like, okay, they booked this private room. Like, we'll just bill them for the plate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like, exactly. Like, uh, the the party's going to take it, care of it anyways. It's on yeah. a corporate account regardless. So, in my, in my brain, I'm just sitting there thinking, they drove all the way up, four hours round trip, to hang out on that car hood for probably, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Let's go home. <laughs> And I love it so much. And Ryan is a douche. Yes. It's oh, great. God. That's the peak of Ryan. That's why Ryan lost in the most recent poll. Joe Bennett sweeped him because of that That's crap right. right there. Look at that crystal clear picture. Sure. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> As it buffers. Yeah. He's like, there's my boss. Why is there a kid on your screen saying he's been kidnapped? Saying he's been kidnapped? Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm being held here against my will. I'm a minor. I'm a minor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, brilliant. I love it. You know, there, there's lots of two-parter episodes. Like there, I think there's 16 total throughout yeah. the entire series. Um, and you know, that's just that's just touching on on a few of them. So, um, I mean, that's about it for us. But I know you guys are anticipating Office Olympics. What do you got, Beach? You don't have a stinger for that yet, AJ. No, that's the Rocky theme song. Grace Goss. There you go. There you go. Sure, that works. Yeah, time for Office Office Olympics. So everyone remember what this is. It's where I come up with a game, and AJ and Nick have to play it, and then at the end I decide who wins. So basically, I say jump, and they say on who. Yes, I say dance, and they say... How high? high. Hey, we're almost there. (laughs) So, this I have named the SATs. Oh, good. Super Obscure Trivia. That's not how you spell obscure. Listen, listen. Obscure is both abstract and... And obscure Ugh, put together, and it is in and it is in the dictionary, and you can look it up. Has obscure. Anybody ever not enjoyed these Office Olympics beside you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Super obscure trivia. Okay, so I focused on some some very very abstract and obscure trivia. Is that how you came uh, across from- the bit about Billie Eilish's mom? Um, no, I heard that. I think that was on Office Ladies, and I don't know why I thought they said Taylor. I mean, I had Taylor Swift in my head. I don't know. My my uh, I my don't care. Partner. Let's do it. 
really <laughs> likes Taylor Swift, so she's always she's always playing around the house. So you know, anyway. Sure. All right. Sure, yeah. So this this trivia is so tough that it will be multiple choice. Okay. Wow. Do we lose okay. points if we guess the wrong one, like on the actual SATs? Will you let him? Oh, that's actually a great, great question. Thank you. Why don't you <laughs> suck my nards? <laughs> uh, five no, out we're of just five gonna do if you get it. You suck my nards, AJ. Well, <laughs> if you get it right, so you you will throw out just you'll you can say A, B, C, or D. Okay. Okay. And then I'll I'll announce what it is, and then I will award the point or points. Okay. 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 Keep it. Is simple. it whoever guesses it first? Well, no, you both guess. You guys, like I say, you both think it's B. You can both say B. Okay. B. So we can both win. Yeah. Okay. Go you both can both get, get a point. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Let's that way, it. that's not, yeah, it's easy. First question. So this is in the delivery episode. What was in the top right? Yep. What was in the top right corner of the spring has sprung newspaper Andy had made for the new baby? Wow. Okay. So that was, that was the original newspaper before she took too long. Right. Right. So top right corner, A, new lawns for cheap, B, Obama looking past the recession, C, opening day at Philly Stadium turns nightmare, or D, mattress outlet sales lead to sleepy thief. D, or no, C, I'm going to go C. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go with D. D? Yeah, D is in dog. So the C is in cat. The answer was B, Obama looking Mother past recession. F. Son of a biscuit. No points awarded. Next. Idiot, 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 <laughs> idiot, idiot. Uh, next. It's an immediate follow-up to the same question. So then Andy shows the new one, which says, Scranton Strangler Strikes, strikes Again. again yes. How old was the most recent victim that they are referring to in the newspaper? A, 29 B thirty nine, C forty nine, or D fifty nine. B, as in B J. C, as in C J. A J is correct. It is forty nine. Mother fuck. <laughs> One point A J. All right. Are you just straight guessing, or did you know? He that? doesn't know. He's uh, just guessing. Oh, I knew. Scratch Strangler's <laughs> victims are older. Sure. Uh, okay, and and this is we're moving on to branch <laughs> branch closing. Okay, is the episode. Uh, Michael and Dwight leave to go to David Wallace's house. Yeah, what do. time did they leave? A eleven thirty two a.m. B one fifty six p.m. C two thirty four p.m. or D three thirty p.m. on the nose. A what was what was That's the what was B? B was one fifty six p.m. Oh, good! And you're taking Dwight. I'm gonna yeah. say B. Correct, B. One fifty six p.m. This is such nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna okay, go. I'm gonna go B, as in the sweatshirt that Nick is wearing has a big B on it for Boston Red Sox for bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'll send it to Beach for when he creates the next office Olympics. (laughs) Yeah. Two nothing, AJ. Yeah. Fucking nonsense. A follow-up question. They get to David Wallace's house. What kind of dog does David Wallace own? A, Golden Retriever. B, Australian Shepherd. C, 
a golden doodle, or D, a brown lab? Um, I think it's C, a golden doodle. I didn't think it was any of them, honestly. So now I'm going to go... Now I'm going to go... Golden Retriever, A. Correct. Golden Retriever is correct. Fuck, AJ. How are you so good at this? (laughs) (laughs) You can can very... AJ is the winner. (laughs) You can very, very clearly see the Golden Retriever standing very close to Dwight while Dwight is uh, going through the garbage garbage. and finds (laughs) finds the coffee grinds, and it's it's David's dog right there. Yes. Okay. Slap, Uh, daddy. Branch closing again. How many more do you have? I got a few more. Just relax. Define few. You got it. I have enough that I'm if you were to sweep, to you could still win. Okay. I, I got enough that if you were to sweep, you would win. But he'll just pick the same answers as I am because then I can't. Well, let him one. pick first. Yeah, see. Let him pick first. See. Okay. Who did Meredith uh, end up sleeping with at the end of branch closing? Oh. Remember? She's trying to find out who she was supposed to sleep with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Gary Daniels, Gary Trendle, Gary Wilson, or Gary Allen? B, Gary Trendle. Correct. Yep, B, Gary Trendle. Good job. Points for both. Okay. The merger. When Martin Nash is... uh, When Dwight and Michael, I should say, Martin's not there yet, is setting up Martin Nash's desk, and they're walking around, and they're kind of talking about everybody, right? You can very clearly see a big black binder on the shelf behind Martin's desk. What does the binder say? A, Michael's Idea Folder, 2004 to 2006. B, Todd Packer Expenses, No strip, strip Club Reimbursement Allowed. C, Canadian Syrup Vendors. Or D, Cheap Stuff from China. C. I think it's A. Both wrong. The answer is Cheap Stuff from China. Damn it. Wow. And I, had, I took a picture of it so I can send you guys if you want to see it. I couldn't... Stuff. Uh, from China. <laughs> That's all it says on the binder. binder. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, also, the merger. How many movies has Dwight seen? Over 200, over 220, over 230, or over 240? Over 240. D. Correct. Over 240. I have seen over 240 films. Oh, I love film. I've seen over 240 of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know everything about film. <laughs> Uh, stress relief. When Stanley re- when Stanley returns to the office, Michael designates somebody to be his quote bathroom buddy. Who is it? A. Jim. B. Ryan. C. Kevin. Or D. Creed. Say say this one more. Say the question one more time. When when Stanley comes back to work after his heart attack, Michael assigns Stanley a designated bathroom buddy. C. Kevin. Who is it? A. Jim. B. Ryan. C. Kevin or D. Creed. Oh man, I think it's either Ryan or I, Kevin. I think it's either Ryan or Creed. Then I think it's Ryan. I'm gonna go B. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Creed. It was Kevin. Fuck Kevin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Couple more. We'll we'll finish these out. Okay. Um, what song, and we kind of already talked about it, so you might both get this, but what song does Michael sing uh, when giving CPR? 
because he does not sing the correct song. Does he sing A, Survivor by Destiny's Child, B, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston, C, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor, or D, I'm a Survivor, Reba McIntyre? C, C, I Will Survive. Correct. Okay, Niagara is the episode we're in. <laughs> not Nigeria? No, no, it's not. Good. <laughs> idiot, idiot. I know. God, I'm never going to live. I will never live that down. You guys are going to talk about that for the next year. Uh, uh, dang it. Um, which Who holds of these the power now, Mr. <laughs> Office Olympics boy? Uh, dang it. All right. In uh, Niagara, I almost said it wrong again. <laughs> which one of these? Which one of these was written on the whiteboard under the don'ts? Oh, a don't talk to our family. B don't talk about paper. C don't talk bad about us. Or D don't talk about my pregnancy. Was under the don'ts. Yeah, it's under the don'ts on the whiteboard. I know they cover the pregnancy, so I'm going to say B, don't talk about paper. I'm going to say pregnancy. It was A, don't talk to our family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, uh, good. that's fair. Also, uh, Niagara, how many condoms does Michael bring to Niagara? A, 72, B, 78, C, 84, or D, 87? 80 wait what were the numbers with c so c was 84 a 72 b 78 c's 84 and d 87 a 70 72 both wrong it was b 78 he plans on having sex 26 times and he wears three condoms per <laughs> round <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, and the final one that's super stupid and impossible to know, and why would you? What room number was Mima staying in at the hotel? A, room 442. B, room 642. C, room 816. Or D, room 901. I, sh- hey. I thought I know this. There's no fucking way you know this. I remember the door. Yeah. yeah. Because Michael Michael is looking for a room to stay in. This is all and just goes, pomp and circumstance before he pulls a guess out of his ass. <laughs> Eight one six. Nope. Six four two. Six four two. And funny enough, Pam's room number for the night before was six four four. They had adjoining rooms. Oh no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the Office Olympics. AJ is the winner this yeah. week. Oh, yes. Shut it. Heck yes. <laughs> I will not shut it. Um, <laughs> I'm stoked. Guys, that's great. Uh, great Office Olympics. Great time. Yep, because I won. Uh, and, <laughs> and we will see you guys next time here for Scotch and Splenda. We're going to get the heck out of here, but make sure you are leaving us that five-star review, following us on social media at Scotch Splenda anywhere you want to. And uh, Nick, what's that phone number they can leave a voicemail at? 319-359-7977. Leave us a voicemail right there, guys. Give me a 
You'll never get it again. So leave us a voicemail if you want to call on in, guys. Uh, and make sure you're sending us those fan theories. Until next time, we will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Goodbye.